Hello, my friends. Thank you so much for joining us. Welcome to a turn of events where we put a positive spin on the future of your business. I'm Annette Naif, the CEO and Creative Director of Naif Productions. We're a strategic event production company based in New York City, and we specialize in corporate, social, nonprofit, and weddings. Look us up. Happy to talk to you about your events and get some, you know, have some, a great time working on them together. All right. So if you are a wedding and event planner and you are looking to start your own business, you must join us over at the Event Planner Society, my Facebook group. We are going to be launching a uh, boot camp that's going to be starting or actually a masterclass that's going to be starting in October. Uh, you won't want to miss it. Get into the Facebook group, Event Planner Society. Uh, it's going to be a great time. Lots of great people in there and it's going to be free. So I'm going to be giving away a lot of great stuff, how to get clients, what do you do when you get the client and how to price yourself. Those are some really important things. If you're starting your own business or you're struggling in your current business, don't miss it. Join us over there. Okay. So my next guest is Monica Bali. She is based in Tuscany, Italy, which we were just there and I had to Hopefully, we had such an amazing time, and I can't wait to talk to her about living there. Uh, she has been doing a destination event planning for 20 years, and with over 800 events planned throughout the Mediterranean, USA, and opening new amazing destinations in the Middle East and Africa. She's an international speaker and coach, virtuoso travel advisor, YPO member, DLC honorary member, and the International Event Certif Certification Certification Examiner Partner for Italy and Global Coordinator, and the owner of Vier Planner, which we're going to talk about, a new tech um, innovation for the hospitality and events industry. I can't wait to talk to her. Monica, how are you, my dear? Hello, Annette. I'm very, very good. Thank you for having me. How are you? I'm wonderful. I'm wonderful. How's Tuscany? Well, it's full of sunshine, so it's, it's very so good. <laughs> it is so beautiful. We were just there. I was telling you before we got on here, we were just there in June. Uh, we spent a couple weeks in Italy, and Tuscany was kind of one of our, our ways we went through. And it was so beautiful, and we're actually going to go back in September next year. So I'm really excited. And we'll, I'll have to come and see you, right? Absolutely. I'm here waiting for you. I know. I'll be there. We'll drink some vino and eat lots of Italian food and all kinds of great stuff. <laughs> okay, good. I know. Okay. So tell me, how did you get started in the event planning industry? Oh my God. This was ages ago. You know what? I am by uh, study, a landscape architect. Okay. Uh, so, and my family is in real estate and textiles. So I did a lot of jobs before ending up in the wedding and events business. I actually ended up because I just decided that I wanted to be happy and do something that I loved. And I just discovered really sending out CVs and, and trying it out because those times, you know, wedding planning was not really a big thing. Actually here in Italy, nobody knew what it was. So right. we were like, pioneers and we were fighting on on the field for real <laughs> <laughs> exactly right so well that's interesting so you're in you, you've created this technical it's so funny because when COVID hit um in 2020 I was talking to my AV company that I work with I work with several of them but this is one that I work with the most and we were talking about like this virtual 
aspect to, you know, site visits and things like that. And so it never got off the ground, but I understand that you have, do, you have done something like that. So what technology should we be looking at in the, in, as an event planner? Look, today after COVID, like you said, and that's completely right, you know, our habits changed. Just think okay. that, you know, in two years, uh, you know, today doing a Zoom call is like normality. Yeah. Before that, it was like something, what are you talking about? <laughs> At least for me, okay? So yeah. to be honest with you, you know, my prime event, I mean, my, my prime job, my job is being an event planner, a destination event planner. And I have not been a tech person for ages. I mean, normal. Let's put right. it say normal. I know how to use my phone and you know, know how to use my computer, but nothing major. Actually, you start being interested in things when you see there's a lack and there is a, you're missing stuff. Put it that way. You're missing stuff. Right. So this all happened because during, you know, Italy was the first country to be closed for COVID. Yeah, for a long time. And we were closed for a long time. Actually, I've been yeah. on a stoplight for a full two years, two years oh. and a half. So, oh my gosh. So I had time. That gave me time. <laughs> yes. Yes. So, that, would, that would definitely do it. So, what happened is that uh, when we got closed, I was actually speaking to a potential client, which was um, an Indian wedding for Sardinia. And I was trying to, you know, I was proposing destinations and locations and properties. Then, what happened is that we got closed up. And so what happened is that, you know, searching the internet, I could not find material that I was satisfied with because I like my, my clients to feel safe when they book with us for a mm -hmm. destination or location and so on. Right. And honestly, everything I found of properties and locations that I knew so that I had been to. I found them that they were not represented in a fair way. Either they were more beautiful or they were uglier. <laughs> so I said, where's reality gone? <laughs> right, right. And so from there, I started, you know, like you were saying in my intro, you know, I am lucky enough to be part of major entrepreneurial networks. And that really, really helped me because I started questioning myself about you know, what I would need in order to use, like I was, I was needing at that time. So what can I use technologically to represent, to show, to sell without every time having to travel at the end? Because if you know, you know, we know very well that in our business, the inspections part and the traveling and the, it's time consuming and also very costly. Yes. And yes. you don't even know if at the end, you know, your client books that or, you know, even if they pay you for that time, I find it still not enough. <laughs> no, it never is, right? It never is. So, and so from there, I started questioning and asking to speak to top CEOs of companies, technology companies to understand, to learn, to understand what is out there. And I did speak to so many, you have no idea, so many to finally get my idea, which mm -hmm. today is, um, is a B2B um, platform 
for planners and for properties where we have um, original um, original tools, we can say, using existing technology mm -hmm. in order to understand, represent, showcase, sell the destinations and the properties just with a click at the end. Because, you know, the beauty of technology is you're in front of your computer, you can share it like we are now. I mean, we're having, you know, um, audience and, and the planners watching us from all over. So it's easy to access. And so one thing that I learned is that today's technology, there's loads and everything you see on the market is not really new because it's over 30 years old, but we were not ready for it. Right. But now we are. So now it's going to run much, much faster than it used to because there is a demand. And I started working with uh, mm, different sorts of 360 3D and virtual twins. Mm -hmm. So why did I do this? Simply because showing reality, just imagine you want to do your event in Italy, okay? And you are able to simply go online with even somebody, which could be me or a planner or the property, or even on your own and scout to this property in a 2D way, so you just look at it in your computer, mm -hmm. or you simply put a headset on and you get immersed in that property. So it's actually like being there. It's funny because I've tried all these things and I have fun doing all these things yeah. and trying them out. So it's really, really fun. And it's incredible to see how, you know, how intuitive also for a planner this can be. It's really, you know, everybody thinks sometimes when you look at things like VR and now about meta and all these things that they're like unreachable or so much out there. And that's not true because there's so many tools which are easy and they're on the market and you can just learn how to use it if you don't want to, if you don't need something professional done, you know, to buy specialized companies to, to go immersive or even just to share 360 pictures with your mm -hmm. clients and make them go, you know, live that space even when they cannot go. Or even just making a selection so that when you travel, your right. client is really interested in what they're going to go see and not like, oh my God, I wanted to see a castle and this is a farmhouse. You yeah, <laughs> that's a big difference for sure. Yeah, yeah. So what's the, it's so amazing. And it's called um, Viewer Planner. And I put it here. I want to put it up on the, um, up on the screen. Hold on. What happened? It's, it's moving slow here. So uh, Christy will put it up on the screen for us. But um, how, so what, first of all, I have, I have so many questions, but one of the questions is, um, let's talk about how you use it first. And then my other question is, how is it, so I know when I see pictures or I see the videos, I, I'm, cause I'm old school. I've been doing this a really long time that for me to walk into a venue, I get a really good feel of the venue. 
So why don't you, you know, talk about that as well? Like, are you able to get that same feel? What is that like? But let's talk about what it is first. And then we can, you know, I know you talked a little bit about it, but kind of go into a little more detail about it. Um, and everyone can check it out. Um, uh, at the end, we'll give you the link for it. We're going to give it to you now. But also at the end, don't go now. Wait and take a look at it. But it's pretty awesome. We're opening another browser. Uh, so why don't you talk about what it is first and then mm -hmm. address like the feeling of being in the room because you know how that's always very different. Exactly. Okay. So VR Planner is actually a B2B platform where um, properties or any sort of uh, location for events can be put on as long as they want to do events. And on the other side, we actually have uh, planners. So anybody that really plans an event. So this could be a planner, designer, uh, a travel agent. You know, there's so many of these, um, right. these mm -hmm. figures and these professionals. What is the use? The use is that uh, properties can use the... the um, the can use the products that we create for them for their own clients. They can use them on their own websites and uh, trade shows or whatever. We have six original products. While the planners have access to the different properties and this way, what they can do is they can scout the properties and use the material of the properties just going on a Zoom call um, and sharing the screen with uh, their clients. So the products that we, you know, inside the platform, there's so many um, also different functions in order to do the marketing side, to be in contact, to have a private lane. As you said before, I'm a travel uh, advisor from Virtuoso. So from there, I learned how to have and give a red carpet to my clients, but also to my planners, my agents, and my suppliers. So also how to talk to decision makers because many times we just lose time until somebody gives us a reply. So it's important to have these direct lanes also for um, immediateness, okay? So the, the game changer is that there is nothing like it in the events field, but there is for the travel. Right. So this is a little bit the thing. Now, in terms of products that you can use, uh, the properties can decide what sort of product of products to buy because they are scalable. I can tell you that we we start off with a simple, we call it, um, it's a simple uh, 2D video, but it's, it has a very particular impact because the first thing we need to make our clients understand when we're selling a destination that they have not been to right. is understand the destination. Where is it? What is it? Which yes. is the lifestyle? So we just have like a one minute trailer that has an outside to inside view of not only the, um, the geologistic part, but also of the flair, the property where it's settled in, and also the lifestyle of the destination. Mm, you know, if you if you go to if you go to Turkey, it has one lifestyle. If you go to India, it's another. If you come to Tuscany, it's another. So the client can understand the sort of flair that comes from that destination. Mm -hmm. And on top of that, we have what we call it's a three hundred and sixty tour, mm -hmm. three hundred and sixty tour that you can go in two D, 
but you also can go immersive, um, is simply a tour of the property where we also uh, create the day shift and the night shift because many of our events happen at nighttime. But one thing that is very, very important is that we only represent reality. So the client and the planner must, uh, uh, we want trust, we want to be trusted. So it's very important to um, show reality. If something is broken, it's broken. Mm -hmm. If something is not there, it's not there. If it's lit up nicely, it's lit up nicely. If it's totally in the dark, it's totally in the dark. But why? Because we are, as planners, when we go and do an inspection and see reality, we know how to do a job. Simple as that. Right. You can show me something. And everything in my files naturally is digital. So even if something is broken and then you fix it, you just send me a picture and I fix it for you. You can change color of a castle and I can change color of a castle in a blink. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's the beauty of technology. Yes. <laughs> It sure is. It sure is. That's really awesome. I'm so excited that you did that. And I'm, you know, I think that's great that you're offering that because it's, it is, it is hard when, you know, I'm here in the U S and I have to, you know, show my clients stuff in Italy or wherever it's, it's difficult not to have, you know, not to trust that it's going to be what it says it's going to be. Right. Cause that's, you know, there's a lot of things where, you know, we get into a ballroom and there's all these pillars, but the show, the, the pictures never showed that. So it's like, wait oh a minute, God, where did yeah. these come from, right? Or they pull it out and make it look really big and it's this tiny little space. The that grand can, angle. <laughs> and it's such a waste of time. I'm not going to fly across the world to look at something that's not going to work. So I love that you're doing this. So tell us a little bit about what's the difference between 360 or 3D and digital twin. Well, okay, the 360, as it says, you are in the middle and you have a view around you. Mm -hmm. So this is good, especially you can capture this in many different ways, okay? And the best thing is always you can do both video and you can do photography. Um, the difference is the machinery that you use. Consider that this is a great tool even for any planner to just go online and buy a 360 camera. They're very inexpensive. They're like two, three hundred dollars, mm -hmm. but they—they're great, actually. You know, they're—they're—they're they're, they're jumping upward like so fast in the quality of the image. Now they're still in 4K, but they're going up. And so, how does that work? That simply takes the picture of the video, and you can go immersive. So you can look at it and scout it with your mouse on the computer, or share it, or send it to your clients or load it up on platforms that actually can read the VR part, the 360 part. Mm -hmm. Or you can even go yourself because you are planning an event and go immersive. And today, you know, many think that these headsets cost a ton. Okay, you can start with headsets that are 20 bucks. They're $20 and you can go up to thousands. The difference in, and sometimes, and it's much even easier to use the ones that are $30 because you just use your, your iPhone, your phone, mm -hmm. you put it in, you put the screens and you just navigate. So it's much more simple than it seems. Okay. And, and, um, and so I can tell you that this, uh, the 360 is mostly that the 3d is also when you have a depth. So the difference is a little bit in the machinery you use because other than being immersive and seeing everything around you, 
which can be more flat on the machinery that you use, uh, you can actually have a third dimension. Mm -hmm. Okay. But the difference, the main difference between any 3D or 360 towards a digital twin is that 360 and 3D come from uh, technology and machinery hardware that is photographic. So it's video or photo, but it's more photographic. So it captures an image. When you talk about a digital twin, so as the name says, you're creating a twin of something. It not only creates it in terms of, um, of photography or video, okay? But you use a different sort of um, hardware, which is called a laser scan. And there's different sorts of these laser scans. But for this, it's better to have a good company do it because mm -hmm. I try it on my own and it's a lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> God bless you for trying. <laughs> I, I tried them all. <laughs> yeah. And the good thing is that, you know, when you see a room or even when you see a picture, it looks beautiful. You like it. You don't like it. Yeah. I can, you know, I can fit 10 people, whatever. But what if you have to fit 100 or 200 or 500 people and you only see an image? You have no sense of the dimensions or if you need to do production. So the digital twin is not only photographic, but you have complete measurements on the three scales. So you have height, length, and depth moving around. And the technology used is mostly um, also so exact because the real good ones are not like the laser scans used on the, um, on the phone. They're actually professional and they are used in construction. So mm -hmm. you do something like a millimeter every 10 meters or 100 meters. So it depends on the machinery you use. But the good thing is that out of this, what comes out is funny to say, but so many properties don't have floor plans. <laughs> That's crazy. But so is that, have... I mean, is that in Italy or is that because in the US? Where? Really? I've never, I haven't really come across it. Although I have created many floor plans myself. So maybe it's because we just do it, but that's yeah, interesting. They have, what they don't have are dimensions, right? So, but I'm yeah, like, I actually, know what, accurate, it's actually accurate uh, architectural uh, floor plans with uh, real measures. So right. that once you use it, I mean, you can visualize and build uh, if you like on on uh, the model itself and now with some softwares are starting to have also rendering uh, uh, solutions mm -hmm. better worse and so on it's still an early stage mm -hmm. but you can actually use even these floor plans which at this moment are accurate to pull up on your autocad or whatever system you use to create your floor plans, your production, and, and so on, depending on what your job needs to be. Right. So, right. you know, and these are just, um, at the end, simple tools that are there, ready for you. And they're less expensive than you think. So even if, you know, you want to scan and do a digital twin of an outdoor on an arena or some gardens, you know, Today, people think it's thousands and thousands and thousands. No, it can be much more affordable than you think. Naturally, yeah. there's parameters and so on, because also 
you know, the good thing about technology is that you don't have to be there to do it. Like I have teams simply because I work with networks that can, are professional networks, so they can do the, the scanning or they can do the photography, they can do the raw footage. Then they build it up, they send it up on cloud, and I have my teams working on the cloud material in order to give it the, um, you know, the, the, the actual ending product uh, mm -hmm. view. So it's, 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 it's fun. It's fun. There's a lot. There is a lot. Yeah. I, I could never venture down that field because <laughs> I, I mean, I love technology. What's that? I wanted to tell you one last thing that I discovered, yeah. which I didn't know. Whenever you try to use technology, don't think that each technology understands each other. They have to be friends. <laughs> yeah. Because there's so many things that don't talk because sometimes they say, oh, I've done this, I've done this, I have this. But many times they're just a solo. I mean, you cannot use them for anything. It's important to do things when you want to invest that it can actually crisscross on other languages, on other softwares, on other open sources, and so on, so that you don't throw away what you do in time. Right, right. No, so true. It's so tricky. I, I'm, I admire that you ventured down this. So, um, so how do um, how do I use? How does the planner use this material with my clients? I know you touched on it a little bit, but can you go through that a little bit for us? Well, it it depends. If it's one of the planners that is on our website, they can actually load in and go to the properties uh, website. I mean, properties uh, dashboard, mm -hmm. and use their whatever uh, product they have purchased from us. Mm -hmm. There are also properties that actually have done on their own, like 3D um, or um, mostly it's 3D um, tours, better, worst, or so stuff like that. So they can get a link and they can use it or share it with their client. Now, if they want to share it and talk about it with them, then it's much better to share it on a, on a Zoom call or, you know, share the screen and talk about it. Um, unless it's a product that they can host directly the two speakers and put them in contact. There's also this sort of things. So but you have to be a registered planner in order to get into this. Obviously, there's like some purchasing. There's like a fee to get into this database. Of well, yes, at the moment. So uh, we are um, still a startup because mm -hmm. you know the things are quite new, we can say. But not only for us, which... We have tried them all and the different routes, but mostly also for the world out there, because I have to tell you one thing, you know, today um, you've seen how the travel industry and the event industry has bursted. Yeah. So, I mean, we all luckily have a lot of work. So what happens is that most of the people or most of the professionals, but also the properties, they don't think that they need it or that they need to invest something in technology. Right. And like everything, they're going to understand it once it's uh, everybody past them because it's there. It's going to go forward. I mean, either you like it or not. I'm not saying you have to like it, but right. it's there and it's going to go forward. And I'm much more likely to pick a venue that gives me like, I can see it doesn't mean that, um, 
I'm not going to pick you, but I, I will be more likely to want to pick a venue where I can show the client who can then show some interest right away, right? I mean, most of the times it all comes down to pricing, to be honest. I can give them all kinds of choices, but they're going to come down, it's going to come down to pricing for like what venue they're going to pick. But if they don't have any great pictures, but it's an amazing venue, I can't sell that to the client to even go look at it if they don't have anything like that or video or anything like that. So I think they should all have it. I think it's especially you don't know what's going to happen. Again, COVID happened and boy, what, we didn't know what to do, right? We didn't, we couldn't go look at venues. They were all closed. And so, but they were still trying to, and I think a lot of hotels got very venues, hotels, they got very um, quick to start doing video and showing things. And I think that they were jumping on that bandwagon. So you never know where something's going to happen again, you know? So I think it's, it's a great tool that you've put together. Yes, but also think about it. You know, one of the things that I understood mostly during COVID mm -hmm. is the value of time because yes. I totally rescouted and reinvented not my 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 journey in terms of work, but I gave priorities because before that, with my multiple activities, I was just a, a hamster on the wheel, like most of us. Yes. <laughs> so you know, understanding also how to save time. I mean, I'm talking about time just thrown out, but um, that you, you just save time to do what makes you happier. Put it that way. Invest it in your family, travel, work, do whatever you like, but don't get suffocated just because you're running after time and because it's time consuming. And I tell you one thing, if you start going location scouting in three, four cities, it's you're going to spend more than uh, getting some of these tools on. Yeah. So once you have them, exactly. And once you have them, they're in your pocket or in the property's pockets and they can continue using them. So in that case, it's an investment. Yeah, it's completely investment. So what should we ask about the properties? If somebody's like, if there's a lot of new planners that follow me that are looking to start their own businesses. So why don't you give some tips on what we should ask about the properties? Sure. Okay. One of the things that I would ask is if they have uh, a basic team. Say that again. You cut out. Say that again. I'm sorry. Um, I would ask if they have a 360 or a 3D video and see before how it is so that because sometimes the navigation is not um, great and make sure that whatever is on the video has to be real because many times they do style shoots, which is not what we need. And naturally another thing which is very interesting to have is a digital twin of the spaces because this way they're also measurable and when you have a digital twin, that means that automatically you also have the floor plans and you also have the pictures usually because they come as a whole. So this is also very interesting to have. And you can ask properties because now they're starting to have these tools. And what is important is, yes, scout it in 2D, but try to scout it also immersively just by a headset of $20, $30. It doesn't have to be the super you know, duper one, just a basic one works because that gives you an, a feel of how you feel inside. Mm -hmm. 
And then one of the things which is very interesting is to have your own material because you, I'm, you, know, you don't have to rely on what the others do is buy a 360 camera. And there it's very simple to use. The interface goes directly into your phone and you can click your pictures or your videos and you can store them so that whenever you need them, you can just take them back or share them with your clients or, you know, multiple things like you do with a regular folder that you share with your documents, right. you share right. your, your 360 pictures. So, yeah. Yeah. I actually use Smug Mug, which is you and I are friends with Angela Prophet, who is our yes. dearest friend. We were chatting about that lovely person before we got on. And uh, so Smug Mug is a great place to store all of that stuff. I've been using it for years and years. And Angela actually, you know, gave me that tip. So we love, we love Smug Mug to keep everything all together. Okay. So why don't we talk about some costs? What's the cost? What are the costs involved? I know you were talking a little bit about these cameras, but what are the costs involved? For well, this? consider that if you go and buy a camera, a 360 camera, oh, they're like micro cameras. Look, they're like this big. Yeah. Okay. And they come around $250, $300. And then you can buy some accessories, which are like the the hat or the pole, which is a transparent pole, so that when you take pictures, you don't show inside. You don't have to correct the pictures. So mm -hmm. that well, that's the first thing we can say. Mm -hmm. Another thing that you can buy, I mean, that you can uh, work on is um, the the photographic part and the video part. Mm -hmm. So um, in terms of the 3D, so the differences between the 3D and 360 and the laser scan, the pricing are different naturally because there's different machinery involved. And today is a little bit of a jungle, I tell you the truth, because everybody that just does their prices. So the 360, everything comes with a photo with a photo based, either it's a fisheye lens or it's actually a 360. They go by the panos. The panos is actually the room usually. Uh-huh. Panos. And um, you you consider the number of the rooms, but the what is important is that uh, in order to create a model, the, the rooms that you actually photograph uh, need to be consequential. So if you have a garden and then a corridor or stairs to a ballroom, you always have to take all of these into consideration. Mm -hmm. And then there's a software that help you do the stitching so that it slowly builds up as one piece. Mm -hmm. Okay. On the other side, and this has different prices, it depends on the number of the rooms, what we're talking about for like, um, usually I stay on the base of uh, eight to 10 rooms uh, with uh, channels included. And we can be around the, the two to 4,000 euros, including the labor, the putting up on the web where it's stored and all of that. So the accessibility mm -hmm. then naturally depends. If one room is humongous, maybe it's a little more. Right, right. On, on the other side, you have the digital twins. So the digital twins, as I was telling you, they go by the scan with a scanning machine. And those go by the square meters. Usually it's very important that you check exactly who is doing your laser scan because it's not something you can do on your own, to be honest. Mm -hmm. And 
and the sort of machines that they use because the indoors is easy. Most of the laser scans can scan the indoors. The issue is the outdoors. And for example, in Europe or in Italy, as you know, people come for the outdoors. They don't really care about the indoors. Right, right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we need to work on the outdoors. And the outdoors has only specific machines that can be used because laser scans have a problem with with a sunbeam, sunlight. So it needs to be uh, something that uh, works together with sunlight. And then the two machines need to understand each other so that they can both go on the same software in order to be stitched again and create like what we call a doll's house, which is a model, a 3D model in consequential rooms or um, you know corridor rooms and, and so on. So that you can travel virtually from one place to the other, actually being immersed. So actually being in the, in the place. So do you have teams that go out? Oh, I've got an echo here. Do you have teams that go out and do this or planners have to provide the, the they have to do it themselves or how does that piece of it work? Well, well naturally, yes, I do have teams, but the teams I work with are for the raw footage. They're professional teams that are directly on the destination. Just because it's useless today to travel, just to do raw footage where you can find professionals that can do that for you. Right. Then everything is uploaded on cloud and we do the stitching with our softwares in order to create the final product. And we teach the planner or the property how to use it and maximize the usage. Because okay. one funny thing is that many actually do something, but then they don't know how to use it. Right. So just sit there. <laughs> right. Right. That's true. I know. I, I, I wouldn't. So, you know, yes, for sure. So what is um, CO2 carbon footprint and how do you calculate that? Okay. So CO2 carbon footprint is actually the carbon footprint that you produce whenever you're doing anything. So even if you're just doing your laundry, okay, or you're traveling with your car, it's actually yeah. the emissions of CO2 that you produce while doing something. And if you think about it, you know, with the technology, you can limit inspections and travel. Mm -hmm. But I'm still a big fan of in-person events, okay? Don't take me wrong. I don't like virtual events. Yes, but I can travel less before I have to go do an event. I'm happy. Mm -hmm. And in that case, it's a lot of CO2 uh, freed. You know, you can just go online and find the CO2 calculators. You just put airport to airport. And if you're flying economy, it's one cost. If you buy premium or a first class, it's more than that. And you see exactly how much, uh, how many tons of CO2 you produce. And it's really, really incredible to see it when you do that from point A to point B, like flying from Florence to New York in mm -hmm. economy class becomes out to be like 23 tons of CO2, which is a lot for one person. Yeah. So, and the good thing is that, you know, the, you know, CO2 or being sustainable today, it's a fashion, but also we're not doing it. I'm not selling all about this for, you know, some people say you have to do this, you have to do this. No, I think it's just a uh, personal and you have to know, you have to create awareness. Once you go to the computer, to see how much uh, 
and you see how much you produce. Uh, but also you see in order to go to carbon footprint zero, so this means to go back to zero or go negative, what could be the things that you can do? Because there's so many projects worldwide on reforestation. There's a million of them. Mm -hmm. And you can decide to do with your clients whatever you like to do. So the scope is, I say, it's, it's in two different ways. One is understand what you're creating and see if there's a way of doing it differently or doing less emissions or seeing how to go to zero or negative. The other one is also learn that there's so many beautiful projects out there of companies that are trying to do something for good, right? which could also be a marketing tool because many of our new clients, as you know, the Gen Z, for example, you know, they're very careful to sustainability. So that could also be a marketing tool for the new planners to look into. Right, right. For sure. So interesting. I can't wait. I did take a peek at it before we got on together and looked at the platform, but I'm definitely now that I'm much more, have much more knowledge about it. I can't wait to look at it. You guys go check it out. Again, Christy's going to po post it up here. Um, Beer Planner, V-R-P-L-A-N-R.com. Monica, how can we find you if we're looking to do a destination? What, 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 how can we, or, or get into this program and uh, this technology? How can we find you? Look, you can go on the website, brplanner.com for that part and write directly. Or if you want to find me, it's monicaballi.it. So there you can see what we do and, um, you can find my number. I'm always available also on WhatsApp as well as email. So I'm very accessible. <laughs> you also do some fam trips. Why don't you talk a little bit about that for, and explain what that is for the new planners who aren't familiar with what that is. Oh my God. It's so fun. You know, it I is. tell you, if you're a new planner and you want to get into the business, especially if you want to put your nose out, but even if you do local, put your nose out because it's so enriching to uh, discover new destinations, new habits, uh, learn about new planners, how they operate and create synergies and networking. So fam trips is a way of scouting new destinations, which could be destinations or cities or simply properties or collections. Right. They want to put on the market and um, promote. So for the properties doing it is actually a promotional trip. For us, when we go or when we create it, it's still a promotional, but it's also networking. And there's many different um, sorts of fam trips. Mm -hmm. The ones I prefer today are the smaller ones where you can um, actually connect. So there's more of an experiential, more than running around looking at properties. Right. Because, you know, you need to select the destination because the properties... There's so many beautiful properties in the world. So There's many. So many. I mean, it's insane. And today it's like crazy. But what is important for real is learn the destination, learn the habits, learn the geography, learn the logistics, because that's what your clients want. And meet the people. Go meet face to face the people in the properties. You know, they're people, make friends. 
it's much easier and more fun to do business with a friend than just an email. We use right. that. Also, <laughs> right. And also connect with the local planners like yourself, right? Exactly. So if I was doing, if I had a, a bride and groom that were looking to do a wedding in Italy, I would contact you and we would work together on that. You're the you're on the ground there. So it's much easier to have somebody that speaks English really well and knows the Italian contracts and like everything's different than it is in USA. So um, I think it's so we're always looking to collaborate. I, I love collaborating. I do that with all kinds of people. So I think it's really important and just understanding the culture and how everything works because it is so different. Um, and then you have a connection. So you don't have to, you know, there's it's, the collaboration is always there. And um, but I've been on uh, several FAMs. I, sometimes I can't go. I'm busy. So it's hard to, you know, get into those. But I really am wanting to network more with my industry. I love connecting with the industry because having those connections are so important. It, it can you know, if you're looking for maybe a photographer in Tuscany. Right. I mean, I might need something that others that can provide. So. Very important. I love the education piece too. Always need to be educated in this industry because things change all the time. Absolutely. So please keep me in mind. I would love to join you You're and welcome. get Angela to come and we'll have a blast. <laughs> dancing because you know she loves to do that. So. Oh yeah, I do. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you. So Anyway, so, so great. I love talking to you. Thank you so much for taking the time. You guys need to go check out this beerplanner.com, V-R-P-L-A-N-R.com. Reach out to Monica and I hope to see you soon, Monica. Well, I absolutely hope to see you soon here in Tuscany when you come back. Next and we're coming back to next September. So I'm definitely going to look you up. Absolutely. I'll I'm here waiting for you. Okay. All right, you guys. Thank you so much. Again, if you're a wedding or event planner looking to start a business and you're struggling, you need some help, how to get clients, how to price yourself, all that good stuff, Event Planner Society, Facebook group, join us over there. I can't wait to see you all next time. Have a great day.